Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 87. We are still across the pond in this episode. Um, This time we're going to be doing some research in Wales, England, and in Scandinavia. Yes. So we've got some great uh, website options for you all there. But first, of course, as always, Amy has a wine for us. I do. I have another red wine. And of course, because we are researching in Europe, it's an Italian this time. It's a um, Tuscan, super Tuscan. It's St. Giorgio and it's Toscana. It is an intense, full-bodied red with blackberries and black cherries. So delicious, intense, um, super full-bodied. Sounds amazing. Yum. Sounds amazing. Another great option for everyone. Um, Also, before we jump into everything, I just wanted to say before we start, um, I wanted everyone to be aware that 23andMe has been hacked and uh, some hackers have stolen credentials and some of the data of one of its users has been circulating on the dark web, according to some information. So we are highly encouraging everyone to change your password to 23andMe if you have your DNA up there. Just change your password. And um, I would suggest change your password to any website that has your DNA. Right. My Family Tree, um, GEDmatch, Ancestry, you know, whatever. And it's always good to change your passwords every once in a while. Anyway, yes. Yep. Um, And make it a hard one. Make it a tough one. And you can read more about this um, online. Just look it up. All right. The sponsor of today's episode of Genealogy Happy Hour is Newspapers.com, the largest online newspaper archive. Newspapers.com is your ultimate resource for discovering your family's history. Explore more than 800 million newspaper pages in their vast collection spanning three centuries. Newspapers.com is your gateway to exploring the past with papers from the U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, and beyond. Trace your family's journey and uncover the extraordinary tales of your ancestors through newspaper stories, birth and marriage announcements, obituaries, photos, and much more. For listeners of today's show, Newspapers.com is extending a discount of 20% off on a Publisher Extra subscription. Just use the code HAPPYHOUR at checkout. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. But before we start researching, I just wanted to um, give everybody a couple little things here. One, I know I've posted this on our social media. There's a website called Cousins Genealogy Matters, and that's C-U, capital Z-E-N-S. And they have a free newsletter Um and when you sign up, you get some really great templates. I, I really like their templates. They're, they're very really? well thought out. And um, they'll send you some free templates for your genealogy research. And I've been using them in all the research I've been doing overseas just to help me keep myself on track. Um, so I will send you a link to that on our website. And they also have a paid subscription for helping you to write your family history narrative. Um, 
and a family history writing community group. So if you like writing up your family history or you want to try doing that, um, maybe that's a thing for you um, to, right. to try that <clears throat> subscription. Um, I haven't jumped onto that bandwagon yet but we need to though i mean yeah we do we need it right up your family absolutely (laughs) absolutely so it's good practice i feel like i've spent all my time just researching (laughs) but anyway um yeah i'll set i'll put that link on the website um another thing i know i haven't mentioned any books recently you have not but I have been reading, <laughs> and I just downloaded quite a lot of genealogical mysteries uh, really? to my Kindle. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, got, <clears throat> I have Kindle Unlimited. There's a ton out there that uh, I think I've hit the max at, at some point. They're like, you can't, you can't take it anymore. It's not unlimited? <laughs> it's unlimited for a certain amount of time, and then I have to read them and put them back. But I okay. wanted to make sure I had them all in my queue. <laughs> Um, what you been reading? So I haven't read some of these authors, but I'm I'm just and they, a lot of them have a, a series. So I'm going to share with you the authors' names, and then we will link the books mm. and whatnot to our to our website. But um, they are Steve Robinson, which we have talked about before. He's got a, everybody's always you know there's always murder. Um, he's always in very da- much danger. His um, character, Beth Farrar, Stephen Molyneux. Uh, Sylvia Nash and Wendy Percival and if I botched any of those names my apologies Um, but they all look look really good again I I haven't read I've read Steve but I haven't read um, and I think I've read Stephen Stephen has the two books I've read both of those the other ones Beth Sylvia and Wendy I have not but I've um, heard really good things about them are you gonna be giving us um Updates at a later, um, a later time. I will, you I will give updates. Okay. I will All right. give updates. You know what's problem? the problem with that Kindle with the Kindle subscription thing? Yeah. You can't share it with me. No, can't. I know. So that's no fun. You can't say it. There's a Get your own. Here. Get your own Kindle. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't have a Kindle, you can still have the Kindle app and read. It's true. Yeah. Yes, so you can true. do that. All right. Um, All right. And you know, we've already talked about MJ Lee. I've been reading that series and Nathan Dillon, Goodwin, of of course. course. Yep. Um, And sometimes a book is just what we need to get us back in the game. You know, you hear somebody else is doing, you're like, I can do that. It can be very, um, yes, invigorating. Yes. And yeah, get you to um, get back into your research again. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So on to our research. All right. So you've been researching whales. Yeah. And how's Uh, that going? Not great. (laughs) Not great, but I will tell you why. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have been researching my husband's family back into the mid-early 1800s, mid-1800s in Wales and England uh, to find some back generations. And can I just say, once again, everyone has the same name or is the most common name anyone can have. So... One generation I I hit was Mary Jones. Right. And this Mary Jones marries a Robert Jones. Sure, of course. So let's Mm -hmm. have the same last name. Let's just have the same last name. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, I've worked on that couple for quite a bit, and I cannot commit, as other people have, looking at their trees on Ancestry, Mm -hmm. to which Robert and Mary are correct. They... Mm -hmm. 
uh, there's a few trees out there and they've all picked on this one couple and I just I don't see how they've made that connection Mm -hmm. yet Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm not I'm not going to make that commitment Um, I've used his uh, I have used his occupation listed on her marriage certificate which is a butcher Mm-hmm. which is great. He's not a coal miner like everybody right, else. Right, um, But yet, there's only one other one I can find with Butcher, mm-hmm. and he's not in the right area, so maybe he changed jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I also have her uh, sister's name, Anna, from her obituary. But there's still too many options. Mm-hmm. you got an Anna and a um, now, did, Mary. Did and, these people, did, did they immigrate these people were all in Wales. And they stayed in Wales. They stayed. Okay. They did not mm-hmm. immigrate. Okay. However, um, Mary and Robert's daughter, Margaret, who I am going to mm-hmm. talk about, um, did get married and immigrated. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she came back over. Okay, so Margaret, their daughter. Right. Um, I have her marriage to Henry James, and they are married in Aberdare, Glamorganshire, Wales. And Henry's father is listed as William James on his death certificate, and his mother is listed as Gwen. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a name that's not Mary or Margaret. <laughs> but Gwen um, is pretty pretty common <laughs> in yes, Wales. <laughs> as we as we find out. Um, but I went to the, the GRO site, and that stands for General mm-hmm. Register's Office mm-hmm. for in England and Wales. And it used to be that you had to send in for a document, a birth or um, right. death. Yep. And now they are digital. Isn't that wonderful? And you can get them right away for £2.50. Um, that's, a great, that's a great deal. It is a great deal. But still, on the site, when you are looking, when you put in your person's mm-hmm. name and you put in all the information, you still might get several choices. And they're not as definitive as you think. Um, because they still give that uh, January, February, March. If you don't know what quarter right. they were born in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just have a, or you just have a vague year, or you know a year but you don't know a place, the only way to see is if you buy it. Mm-hmm. So you could you could end up spending a sure. little bit of money. Right, right, right. I got lucky in mine. Um, I I did get the the right one, and found that his mother's name is spelled out it's g-w-e-n-l-l-i-a-n but it's pronounced gwenthian or okay. gwenthian mm-hmm. one of those two um so henry is born february 27th 1858 on a farm and it, it gives the name of the farm on there to gwenith uh and william and her maiden name is Lloyd. That was also on the, Okay. So, yay. Right. And uh, William is a farmer. And the birth was registered on the 2nd of March. So, I've, I've got that. I've got his parents. So, now I have William James and Gwenthian Lloyd. And I need to find their parents, you know, to go back a whole other generation. And there's records on Ancestry, Family Search, and Find My Past, um, which is a subscription site. But you can do Find My Past one month at a time, Mm -hmm. which I do because I'm not... Always in it. I'm not always in it. So I'm not going to pay for a whole year like I do for Ancestry. Oh, and I want to remind everybody, too, speaking of Ancestry, because I know my subscription is coming up for renewal. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this last year, yes. that if you are an AARP member, you be sure and call them 
Do not do an auto renew. Call them before your renewal and tell them that you have a membership. Give them your number and you will get a hefty discount on your world um, thing. So I have that marked on my calendar to do um, this week. Okay, so back to this. Um, And, of course, we have the GROW, the GRO, and the um, for birth and death. And the last one I want to mention is the free MBD, the birth, marriage, and death records. Mm -hmm. We'll link all of those Mm -hmm. on the website. So on on Find My Past, I found a marriage record for William and Gwenthian in the index. And the free MBD had the same information, but a little more definitive that it was those two, not... um, the other one kind of says, William James could be married to ABCDE, you know, like four other people. She's listed there. The one on the free MBD have two people doing um, transcriptions, I guess. Right. Anyway, so it was more definitive. Mm-hmm. It was like, this is your record. These mm-hmm. two people are, are married. married. Um, so that marriage took place in December in 1844 in Crick Howell, Breckenshire, Wales. Um, and I could order the document for 11 pounds as it's not available digitally, but maybe I can use the information um, to hit the census and see if I can come up with anything. So I put Henry James, the son again, um, being born in 1858 and find my past. And on a census, he pops up as Henry Lloyd James in the 1871 census. And it lists his three brothers, um, Henry's 13, James, and yes, his name is James James. These people are so creative. He's 15, John is 18, and William is 20. And they have a 17-year-old female servant living with them. Mm, Okay. Can you imagine? (laughs) I don't know what that girl went through. Um, well, with the sibling names mm-hmm. and the dates, I combined the parents, William and Gwen, in several census forms, and I even found a baptismal record for William listing him still in Breckenshire with his parents, who are William, James, go figure, and Anne Rumsey. So finally, I have a question answered. I have, you know, right. gone back a couple generations right. just on that line, right. struggling with the Gwen... Gwenthian Lloyd's family, um, there are several, mm. and just trying to narrow it down to what town she was in, you know, because mm-hmm. I have nothing on her, like, right. to make that connection, um, unless I order that marriage certificate, right. and then I'll at least have right. her father's name, and then mm-hmm. I'll be able to go a little right. further, there so, you go. Well, probably going to have to yeah. send off for that. Right, right. Very well, good. Yeah. So you've made some strides there. I have. Good. I have. And it's been a lot of fun. I love, uh, I'm, I'm surprised at mm-hmm. how many records are out there mm-hmm. um, that you don't have to use a subscription. A fi- uh, family Search has quite a few. Mm-hmm. But um, but then, you know, Find My Past also has some other things that right. they don't have available. So right. Got to try all of it. Good. Yeah. Very good. Well, I had, um, I found um, just in the last couple of weeks... Um, something really cool on uh, my heritage, and I always like to go to my heritage if I'm having trouble um, with a European family. You know, I'm trying to do some research on a, one line that came over from Europe, and my heritage sometimes will have different data sets that um, 
Ancestry.com or Family Search. That's very yeah. true. Do they so, still have? Um, mm-hmm. I know I used to do a data only subscription for them. I'm not sure. I have like a full subscription. You have the full thing. Yeah. You know, if you are if you are going to be doing some research, you know, like you said, you know, you only do like a month at a time because mm-hmm. you might be doing mm-hmm. research. It's worth it. Um, I was researching a, a Swedish family, and I just hopped on there because they had a child. Um, and probably one of their oldest children. He was born probably about 1880, and he was mentioned. Well, he it turns out he wasn't mentioned, but his name was Carl, and he's mentioned in one of his um, siblings' like 1980 um, obituary. Hmm. And but okay. like but he would have been like a hundred because we have yeah. his birth record. We found his birth record, and I found his birth record, and it was in, in the 1880s. So it's like wow, that was you know pretty old. Well, but couldn't find anything else about this guy. Like where did he go? Because it sounds like maybe he was you know he emigrated um, from Sweden to the U.S., uh-huh. but can't find hide nor hair of him. So I jumped on my heritage put some names in the family and I came across something called the Swedish um, Sweden household um, exam exam books and what they are is um, kind of like a census but each household you know they they write down everybody who's in the household their dates of birth and come to find out that this Carl that I had been looking for that was born in the 1880s most likely probably died as a child. And so they named their last child. Oh, of course. Born yeah. in 1900 mm. by the same name. Yeah. So here I was like, oh, and that just kind of broke. That just made a whole bunch of sense at that mm-hmm. point. So mm-hmm. um, Swedish household exam books um, in my heritage, they go for a 10-year period. So it's um, like 1896 to 1905. And then so the 10-year period before that. Um, but they list everybody in the household. And then, um, if I believe, if I remember correctly, they had people like X'd out, like crossed out. So they must have died in the last, you know, they were living there, but they had died in that 10-year period so okay, at some point. Right. I don't remember offhand if they actually had the date that they died or not in there. But, yeah. What a so great resource. It was, it's a great resource. Um, and, of course, on Ancestry, they have the immigration registers. Those go from, from Sweden, um, 1860s to the 1940s. And they do have church records on there, which I think is where I saw some of the earlier um, birth records or baptism records. But then they don't have the later ones, which is why I didn't. We didn't catch the mm-hmm. uh, the two Carls in the same family. Interesting. So. I, I find that happens a lot here too. That the if a older child dies at birth of the one name, John right? Or whatever. A mm-hmm. later son will be named that same name. Sure, right. In German, it's very, yeah. very common. Yeah. They'll just have, um, you know, a different middle name or call name. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. so you could have definitely have two children by the same name. It's usually, I don't know how I'd feel about that. I know. Yeah, you're named after <laughs> your dead brother or sister. Yeah. But I, <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Or sometimes it's a dead grandparent too. You know, but that's fine. Whoever died, whoever died, you know, the next child is, is named after them. If, I, if it's the same. Sex. I can see it if it's a grandparent or but, your parent right. or something. Not your brother. Or something. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, you're like recycling the name. I get my own identity. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so that one, that one was really, that was really um, cool to find and um, helped me, um, you know, break through that little brick wall. 
Um, another uh, couple of good resources for Norway that I have used, um, although not recently, um, of course, Ancestry. Again, they have the immigration records from um, Norway from about the 1860s to about the 1960s. They also have the select baptisms, marriages, and burials. Uh, but the National Ar- the, Ar- the National Archives of Norway also has a lot of digitized things online. It's the um, Archivet Kit. I believe that's mm-hmm. we'll have a link to it. Um, of course, you know, it is in um, Norwegian, but, um, you know. Do they have a translate thing on their page? I or? don't remember if they had a translate okay. thing, but you might be able to use like Google, Google sure. Translate to do that, yeah. Um, but they actually have the digitized books. They also have them um, transcribed, but then you can actually go in and see some of the digital stuff too, so. Nice. Um, definitely, if you're doing Norway, you know, researching in Norway, that's something to um, go in and look at. And I believe that uh, I think you have to have a subscription. Uh, you have to like log, have a login, but I think it's free. So um, that's also a great resource for um, Scandinavian. Have you had to do any any research in Norway? I did. That, that's where I found okay. these. But okay. it's been probably it's been a couple of years since I've done it. So okay. I haven't been on there recently. They hopefully they've. Um, this is pre-COVID, so maybe they put a whole bunch more online during COVID. So yeah. who knows? But um, yeah, it was. It's really fun. Yeah, it is because um, you know you've got to really pay attention to the the naming sequencing, the naming patterns, mm-hmm. and um, it can drive you crazy if you don't have um, you know a I don't want to say a timeline, but a list. A chart. You, know? yeah. you got to have a chart. You got to have a chart <laughs> to be able to do it. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So. <clears throat> I, I know in going back through all this stuff, these names that are so repetitive in this family, just trying to, when you, and especially when you look at the towns, you've got to remember the dates, you know, who was born when, or at least close to the date, or. Sure. It's just, it's a lot. When if they're you using do not family have names. It written out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's where some of those charts come in, um, or those templates from that cousin's genealogy. Matters I'm excited to go thing. look at that cousin's. I, I, yeah. was, I was looking over. I was like, trying to read upside down uh-huh. your notes there, yeah. so because I want to yeah. try look for um, look at some of those um, those charts and see what they've I got. Will, I will show them to you. Oh, will you? Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. I don't have to wait till you put it up. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our second little um, jolt, jaunt across the pond. Yep. Very quick. We hope everybody can use some of these websites to find some great records and further your research. Until next time. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.